wait, I've seen this. I stand here, right here, and I'm supposed to say something. I say, everything that has a beginning has an end, Neo. Yes, it's the science fiction rating system. Uh, we are here to rate your science fiction films. Uh, my name is Alex Humphrey, and I am joined, as always, by Chris Redding. Hello, Chris. Hi. Yeah, hello. How's it going? Hello. Uh, yeah, I'm good, thank you. I'm good. Uh, and Sam Draper, how are you? Buongiorno. How are you today? I'm good. You've got a cough, haven't you? Yeah, a bit of a cold, but I'm all right. It's, this isn't oh, low man, energy. I've had a cough for three months. Oh, got, always got to up the game. You should probably go, go to the, the doctor game. about that one, though, shouldn't you? Really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a different thing. A, a three-month uh, cough, yeah, that's not a cold. That's something more serious. Yeah. <laughs> Potentially. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, we're here to talk about The Matrix Revolutions, the 2003 film that ended The Matrix trilogy. Uh, for now? For now, question yeah. mark? Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, we did the first one, which got a very high rating, didn't it? No, it's number five in the list. Exactly. Then we did the second one, which got a terrible middling, uh, middling well, rating. Uh, no, 115. Yes, terrible. 115. And now we're here with the third one. Now... I'm now they made these films back to back, didn't they? And they were supposed to release them back to back, weren't they? They were, and they didn't do that, did they? <laughs> it was about six months between them, was it? In the end, yeah. So when I started watching this, I couldn't remember what had happened, right? Yeah, so we're gonna start the podcast with a quiz <laughs> right, of okay. what happened in the previous, in the previous episode, oh, okay? Dear. okay? So <laughs> I'm gonna read you from Wikipedia the synopsis and you shout out. Where I've left a blank, what the word is. Okay? Okay. Are you ready? I'll try and keep score. Okay. So, at the end of the Matrix, Neo meets a program called the. Architect. Yes, Sam. Well done. Uh, the you creator... mean Matrix. Matrix Reloaded, you mean? Yeah. This is Reloaded. This is what happened yeah. before Revolutions. Yeah, yeah. see, uh, you, you read that wrong, so I was there. thinking the yeah. first one. Well, I'm, I'm so sorry. I think that point should be null and void. <laughs> oh God! No, no, I, I should like... get two points for using deductive reasoning. I've got two quiz, two more quizzes than this, so I think oh, you've got God. ample oh, chance okay. to. Yes, this is a terrible. <laughs> We're playing film. the long game then. Mm. <laughs> the creator of the Matrix, the architect, explains that uh, is an intentional part of the Matrix. Who? Neo. Neo, yes, is an intentional part of the Matrix, which is now in its uh. Interation. Sixth. Oh, sixth, yes. Shit. Well done, Sam. Neo is meant to stop the Matrix's something, something, something. Um, rogue program? No. Chris, do you want to have a bash at this one? It's something like that, but it's, it's, it's garbage. Uh, garbage it's, it's, it's the Matrix's fatal system crash, crash yeah. uh, that right. naturally reoccurs due to the concept of what within it. Two words. Chaos. Oh, um, no. Uh, three, free thoughts like that. I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you that. It's human choice. That is. Yeah. That is it. Yeah. As with the five previous ones, Neo has a choice: either return to the uh to reboot the Matrix. Return where? Source. Yes, the source. Wow, you guys did remember this. <laughs> and pick survivors to repopulate the soon to, dis- to be destroyed where? Zion. Zion. Yes. Or cause the Matrix to crash and kill everyone it connected to it, which means. Humanity's exi- extinction when Zion is destroyed. Neon learns. Neo learns. Why would, of, you, why would Zion be destroyed? Uh, it, if, they, if the Matrix got turned off, he, if he causes the Matrix to crash, everyone's dead. Which He's means connected to the Matrix. Because if he if he causes it to crash, the attack on Zion will happen, won't it? 
Right, okay. So the, the, the computer summarise, the, the architect says you'll all die because we'll win. But yeah. he doesn't know yeah. that. Anyway, uh, Neon learns of someone's situation and chooses to save her instead Trinity. of returning. Trinity. Yes. Mm. Oh, okay, great. Uh, Trinity is shot uh, as she and Agent Who fall off a building. Ten points Smith. if you can get... It's not Agent Smith. Jones. <laughs> you, you, you keep going that way, you'll get it. It's Agent Thompson. Do you remember? Was that, was that a character? <laughs> I don't remember him. Yeah. Uh, before she hits the ground, Neo catches her. He then removes the bullet and revives her. They return to the real world and are attacked by what? A sentinel. Sentinels, yes. God, Sam, you're doing well. The uh is destroyed, but the crew escape. Nebuchadnezzar, yes. Oh, wrong ship. Neo displays a new ability to disable the machines with his thought, but falls into a coma from the effort. The crew are picked up by another ship, the... Logos. No. The... Hammer. The Hammer. Well done. It's actually called the... The real name of it is the Hammer from Thor. Yeah, the Mjolnir, whatever it's called. Yeah. It's Captain... Do you remember his Captain? Oh, the girl... No. No, it's oh, the grumpy bloke in it. The grumpy, it's the grumpy man. He's great. Yeah. He's the best thing in it. Is it? Roland. Roland, uh, cool. Roland yeah. Roland. Yeah, reveals the other ships were wiped out by the machines after someone activated an EMP too early and that they found only one survivor, the Ooh. Smith possessed who? Can't remember his name. Bane. Bane. Yes. Bane? Okay. One, two, three. Well, that's quite, that was quite close. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. One, two. Oh, Sam just got it. Sorry. But that was very close. Well done, guys. Anyway, so that was where we were at. Um, did you? You both obviously remembered that. I had a real trouble remembering what happened. Well, I think it helps having just watch Revolution, doesn't it? Because there's definitely at the start of Revolutions, especially all the stuff in Zion when, like, um, I can't remember the guy with the dreadlocks, his wife, and that. I, I was like, well, who the hell is this? And who are you related oh, yeah. to? And yeah. the kid and the captain, all that business. I was, I'd forgotten yeah. all that stuff. No, that's true. Um, so yeah, we start off uh, same green logo, same Matrix crap. Uh, but the music goes up half a tone each film. Oh, oh. does it? Oh, I didn't yep. know that. Oh, good fact. Um, and it's kind of it's a rubbish start, isn't it? Really, because yeah, it really like is. it kind of goes oh look stuff 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 stuff, and then Neo wakes up at that train station. And they, could have, they could have done with an elegant way of doing what you've just done. Not like a not like a previously on, but some sort of way of in the world going through. That'd have been amazing. <laughs> a quiz, yeah. <laughs> no, but some in world way of like catching you up because is a lot yeah. of really early is so forgettable. So it's kind yeah. of hard to remember. And also, this whole train station thing is not yeah, really stupid. the it's best like way to start. It's a shit short film. It is like Correct. a shit. Yeah, it yeah. is. Yeah. So, uh, for those out there who haven't watched it as recently, Neo wakes up in this train station. The train station is basically like a... He's stuck between the Matrix and the real world, isn't he? It's like purgatory, isn't it? I suppose it'd be, isn't it? Yeah. Well, uh, here's a bit of uh, dumb IMB trivia. Uh, So, the the first part of this is not dumb. Uh, But someone wrote, The name of the station between the machine world and the Matrix is called Mobile Avenue. Mobile is an anagram of limbo. Traditional station Um, between heaven and hell, according to Catholicism. Here's the dumb bit. This anagram has an additional subtext since Keanu Reeves is dyslexic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, mm. I don't know why. I don't think that was what well, they were thinking. It's not subtext in the story, is it? Because it no, was about no. Keanu Reeves. No, because Neo's not dyslexic. And I doubt the directors were just trolling Keanu Reeves, <laughs> were they? 
<laughs> hey, Keanu, what's this sign say? Yeah. <laughs> it says limbo. Nah, not really. It says mobile. Um, anyway, um, and we see the Oracle, who's played by a different person, uh, which is because the actress died. So, mm. And that, that's not, I mean, uh, as changes go, it's not too bad, is it? Because it it's makes a pity, it... though, because the first actor was better than the second one, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then basically we meet this Indian family who are from the restaurant in the first film. Did you remember yeah. them? Nope. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. Did you? Did you say yes, I do now. I do now you've said it. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, and basically there's this big kind of, I mean, you can see they're trying to do that big philosophical thing, aren't they? Because basically, I hate all this chat. Yeah. I just literally hate all Matrix chat. It's supposed to be, it, and I think what we've what we've said time and time again is that this is where the second two films get wrong. What the first film did so well, mm. they just stop and have these really boring chats. So basically, this chat is about that the 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 husband and wife are going to sacrifice themselves for their daughter, but Neo doesn't understand because they're computer programs, and how can they believe in love or fate or karma? But they do, and that's interesting. But it's not interesting. It's just kind of lame. Um, They've also immediately like done something that the other two films didn't do, which is have a child actor front and centre, which immediately mm. makes it worse. And she's not very yeah. good, is she? And no. plays quite a pivotal role at the end, I suppose, in a way, which yeah. is stupid. But yeah, no, no, it, it's just a very slow, boring. The way that the, the the second one had a kind of slow, boring end with all the architect stuff. Yeah, um, this it's is kind of a it's picked slow... up right where it left off. Well, exactly. Um, yeah, uh, and then there's a. There's a tramp that Seraph and Trinity and Morpheus find and they chase him. He has lots of watches. I like that. I like all the watches. Yeah. Just yeah. another crap like video game mid-level boss, yeah. isn't he, though? It's just rubbish. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then we move to part two, the obligatory club scene. Uh, and this, I think, again, this is like where the, the film is literally like just repeating itself because we're yeah. back in a club. There's a slow-mo shootout. There's people in bondage gear. The stupid French bloke is back again. I've got something. There's too much of him, isn't there, in this one as well. I forgot he was even in this one. Yeah. And he does that. The really stupid bit is he says, they say, oh, can you get Neo out? And he goes, oh, if you rip the Oracle's eyes out, bring them to me. (laughs) And you're just like, really, is this where the film's going to go? And then it ends up that that's not even a thing. It's just a stupid thing he says. Um the worst thing about that guy is, and I probably said this in the other film we watched, is that he's got Monica Bellucci sat next to him, who's a, mm. like a fantastic actor. She's really good when she's allowed to act. And she's yeah. sat there like with a breast heaving in a tight top. It's just such yeah. a waste, isn't it? And he's he's awful having it up next to her. No, it's just, it, yeah. It, and also, because he was kind of the baddie in the whole second film, and he's mm. he's nowhere really near as good as Agent Smith in the first film, is he? No. He's... <sighs> Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Um, I mean, the problem the problem with making two films at once, I suppose, is that all the bad ideas they're already committed to, they're kind of stuck with, aren't they? So they might have seen the reaction and thought, oh, this guy was shit, and perhaps they cut his role down in this third film, but they've still got... Yeah. He's still a part of the plot, because they've they're filmed yeah. it, haven't they? You know? Yeah, yeah. And it's a lot of this, this beginning just seems to be people telling people, telling each other what's going on. Yeah, like yeah. yeah. Where's Neo? Oh well, I know where he is. I'll go and see him to find out. Oh well, he's here. Oh well, go and now you have to talk to the train man. And it, it's just this is how the right. part of films got as well. I don't know if you've seen. I haven't really seen mm. many of them, but they all got like ones, this. No. Yeah, no, I kind of know what you mean. It's just 
where like really, plot takes over from anything else because you'll get yeah. you get through the plot. It's just really dull. Uh, and then we go to the Oracle. I mean, I'm ripping through this. This is quite a big. This is a lot of the film. Uh, they go to see the Oracle. Uh, they have another big heavy chat. And, oh, that's where basically, because all the second film, we're not really sure the point of Agent Smith, are we? What he's become. Yeah. I don't know. By this point, I was pretty much, I was thinking, oh, he's just gone rogue now. Well, she she says that he is Neo's opposite. Mm. So I guess that's trying to kind of say that where Neo wants to solve everything or free everyone... He wants to enslave everyone, I guess, and kill everyone. I don't know. Um, yeah, well, he's the opposite of choice, isn't he? he uh, Neo is choice, and he is like because um, he's trying to duplicate himself everywhere. He's the the absence of choice, whatever the nice mm. word for that'd be. So he's like yeah. a totalitarian inside where everyone's Agent Smith and nothing happens. I don't know why when he takes over, the sky also gets rainy and thundery. I don't know what part of that <laughs> plays into that, but yeah. just yeah. looks better. Yeah, yeah it yeah. does. Um, <laughs> But he, yeah, so Neo finds some stuff out uh, and then Agent Smith comes to the Oracle and he kills the Oracle and you're supposed to really be like, oh, that's awful. But unfortunately, because they've swapped actresses, it loses a bit of its power, <laughs> doesn't it? Because it's a bit like, I've only just met that woman. Um, She's the one does... in the second one, isn't she, though? Is she yeah. in the second? No, they yeah, don't yeah. know. Oh, is she in the second one? Yeah, I yeah, she yeah. Was. They got the new one in the second one, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Still... Uh, he also, Agent Smith calls her mum at some point. Yeah. What's that? I think that was just a mistake on set, you know, like, <laughs> used to happen at school and like, they just left it in. Did <laughs> <laughs> you say Mrs. Oracle? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hugo, you made a mistake. She's not your mum. Oh, That was sorry. the worst thing, wasn't it, at school? That was the most embarrassing thing to happen, wasn't it? Yeah. My dad was a supply teacher, so sometimes if he, I, he did teach classes I'd been in before, so that was weird. So I could have you call him dad. dad in class? No, I think I was the only one to call him Mr. Humphrey. Everyone else was like calling him by his first name. And I was like... Everyone else was calling him dad. dad. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> went the, it flipped it, went the wrong way. And he was like going, shush, yeah. don't tell him, don't tell him. Dad. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, at this point, this film's been terrible. Do you want another quiz? Yes. Go on then. Yes, of course you do. I've got, like, we've got, like I say, we've got a lot of quizzes to get through. Uh, right, this is a three-course quiz. Uh, the way it works is this. We'll take turns. I will read you the subtitle of the th- threequel and you will tell me what series it is from. Oh. For example, I say Revolutions, you say... Matrix. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there you go. Right? <laughs> so we'll start We'll start pretty easy. Um, Chris. You've got the Home Alone one in there. Oh, I don't know. Uh, Chris, with a vengeance. Die Hard. Yes. Uh, Sam, Beyond. Star Trek. Yes. Uh, Civil War, Chris. Uh, Captain America. Yes. Ultimatum, Sam. Oh, um, um, oh, uh, it's Born, isn't it? Born Identity. Yes. Baby, Chris. No, sorry. Can I, can I steal? Do you want to steal? Honey, I, honey, I shrunk the... <laughs> I wish. Can you isn't steal, it, Sam? Is it, is it Three Men and a Little? No, it's Bridget Jones. It's uh, the third Bridget Jones film. Okay, uh, Sam, Dream Warriors. <laughs> oh, that's... Um, oh, is that not on Elm Street? Yes, it is. Yeah, Be- Chris, Chipwrecked. Chipwrecked. 
Chip wrecked. Oh, chip. Oh, uh, having the chipmunks. Yes, there you go. Good one. Tokyo Drift, Sam. That's uh, Fast and Furious. Yes. The marsupials, Chris. Ice Age? No, it's Howling 3, the marsupials. Literally, it is about, like, Australian werewolves. It's just, yeah, that turn, no, turn into kangaroos. It's absolutely terrible. Oh, it was close again, but yeah, Sam just got you. Don't worry, you've got one more quiz, Chris, to win. Um, there you go. Uh, so, uh, we're in back, back in the Matrix. We're on to, I think, the worst part of this film, which is, I've, ta- I've named it, What's Up With Bane's Voice? No One Asks. Yeah, that's so, literally my notes as well. Yeah. So Who are you? Bane wakes up. <laughs> And he starts talking exactly like Hugo yeah. Weary. And they even said they cast this actor because he could do this impression. And everyone's just like... And I love that bit, they're around the table and they're talking about him, but like he's at the end of the table, isn't he? Yeah. And like, oh, I think he's suffering from like... Well, the, the VDTs, yeah, man, he's cutting himself. Oh, he's really mucked up. And they have a big... Oh, it, they go on and on and on. And no one can work out what's wrong the, with him, can they? The best bit of it is when he's he's, he's like ta- he's got Trinity, he's about to kill her. Yeah. And Keanu, even then, Neo's like, "Who are you?" Like, yeah. You, you've not worked it out. No, because he, he even he's even like saying like he's even calling him like Mister Anderson. Yeah. We meet like he's even doing all of that stupid stuff. Yeah. And he still can't get it, <laughs> and it takes him to like like him like kind of almost. Doesn't he say like he's, oh yeah? It's think about like oh my my he like, talks about being a human being or something. He has to get to the point of like literally saying I'm inside a human for for Neo to work mm-hmm. it out. Why? But if you're in a world where all those other things can happen, why do they not think that this could happen? I think there's a disconnect between what happens in the real world and what happens in the Matrix as far as their intellectual capacity. Oh, like, okay. Interesting. So you just I think th- they can't com- comprehend? I just that- think they just are different people. It's weird. It's like a dual personality disorder. Hmm. That's interesting. That would make it make sense why they were so slow to work mm. out what happened. Yeah. I mean, it's also the bit of the film that is the biggest ripoff of Life on a Wire, isn't it? Which I thought was mm. quite interesting. Because oh, it's, yeah, exa- it's, true, it's exactly yeah, yeah. what happens in that, which is kind of interesting. World on a Wire. World on a Wire, sorry, yes. Yeah. Uh, yes. Um, it also, this whole sequence contains my favourite, um, one of my favourite lines of the film, where Neo and Trinity are talking, because they've made their plan, haven't they, that Neo says he needs a ship, and he's going to go off to the machine city, and mm-hmm. they're all going to go off and defend whatever. But anyway, he says to Trinity, I'm scared, and she says, she's scared too. She says, it took me 10 minutes to buckle up one boot. That's how scared she was. So I want to know, what is your footwear to fear ratio? Because uh, when I'm scared, it takes me 20 minutes to tie up my laces. What's your, uh, how, how do you monitor your fear through uh, footwear? Um, mine partic- would be, yeah, I think half an hour to uh, slip into a Birkenstock. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> to, bu- to bu- buckle a Birkenstock. Buckle a Birkenstock, that sounds about right, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah. How about you, Chris? Do you have any fi- footwear uh I just shit in my stilettos. <laughs> <laughs> nice that's pretty scared that's pretty scared yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway this whole scene is ridiculous and uh, it gets more ridiculous because Neo is blinded uh, and uh, uh, it's just so stupid 
and it ends with it ends with a just a dumb joke where Neo's like, "Oh, you're gonna have to drive." Like, like it's all been like a just a like like it's an Arnie film or something. And like, what also you know when they have that fight early on, why does he put Trinity down that hole? Why does he just kill her? No, I know. What does he He's just kill her? Like, why does he have to have this whole kind of? hostage like robocop situation like where yeah. he's holding it why doesn't he just kill her and go oh i killed her right now i'm going to kill you yeah. it's so stupid it's so it's stupid. Very stupid in a way that like reloaded was boring but i don't think it had any of this sort of like blatant stupidity in the plot did it no not no, no. i mean i think what you said is that is right they wrote the whole thing they started filming it and then they were like in their heads they were like oh yeah this this is all great and then they didn't really Maybe stop and think about how awful it all was. Mm. I don't know. But it's just um, strange the different tone between the two is because they were filmed together and stuff like that. And I know they did some shots afterwards and stuff like that. But mm. and I guess because I'm guessing the scripts were written at the same time, weren't they? Yeah, I mean, they, they yeah. obviously were because like the fact that all the stuff on Zion feels like it was written as one, then cut up just yeah. arbitrarily throughout the thing, doesn't it? In a way. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. So it's just strange that the tone is so off compared to Reloaded. Even it's just weird. Do you know they revolve Keanu- around the main fight, really, don't they? Yeah. yeah. I think I prefer this one. I mean, it just didn't... I don't want to get too uh, review-y, but mm. just in terms of... I like all the the real-world battle bits of this. Compa- well, that's what we're... That's the section we're moving into, Chris. Yeah. The, uh, yeah. Hu- I've called it part five. Humans use machines to fight machines who fight humans, a.k.a. screaming and shooting is what I've called it. Because uh, that is it's, pr- pretty much what happens. <laughs> I think I agree that it's definitely the best bit of the film. I think there's too much of it, mm. but um, uh, no, I agree. It, it, it still looks quite good, doesn't it? Because remember yeah. how bad some of the CG looked in the last film. I think this bit actually looked quite. Um, I just like the whole duck area, and I liked it yeah, in the it's second a nice, film. Yeah. I just like the whole idea of it. I love yeah. a docking sequence. I love a duck. Mm. Mm. <laughs> yeah, so we're so we're in the dock. Uh, the machines are coming, uh, and. Uh, we get uh, Captain Mifun, uh who was he in it before? Do you remember this guy before? No, no. See, I don't remember him. And he does. I remember massive... a man who looked a lot like him. Yeah, because it's ironic. Because he says his speech. He says, "All right, this is it. Now you all know me. I'm going to say this as simple as I can. <laughs> if it's our time to die, it's our time to die. All I ask is we have to give these bastards our lives. We give them hell before we do. Uh, but it's funny. He says you all, <laughs> you all know me uh, when I didn't recognise him at all. Mm. Um, and yeah, basically they get in the mech. It's basically them in the mechs shooting and screaming. And then there's the two women who are like got rocket launchers. Um, and then there's the annoying dumb captain from the the middle film, uh, yeah. who is uh, Niobe's. Isn't it Niobe? He's like the commander of the base, isn't he? Yeah, but he's like Niobe's ex, or like yeah. Niobe's boyfriend. But Niobe, yes, yeah. that's the guy I kept getting confused ex. with. This new guy. Yeah, no. No, he's the really annoying one that's just negative about everything. That's it, yeah, like, oh, yeah, don't worry, they'll go away, that kind of vibe. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's really annoying. You know the the two who are going up with the the rocket launcher? Yeah. That's quite a nice little idea, but they do it, like, three times, don't they? And it's it's so boring by the end of it. No, you're right, though. It's a cool idea, but it just doesn't... Yeah, there's no real tension. No. Um... Well, because I mean, you're not it's... investing in any of these characters, you barely know them. That's the problem no. with all this stuff, is that they spend so little time there, mm. and like the bits they do do, like when they have that kid talking to this new captain, mm. you're not investing in anyone involved. 
You know, like there's no because everyone you know from Zion isn't in Zion. They're all in the ship, aren't they? No, it like, kind if, of would have worked if, better if the ship had got back in time so that you got yeah. Or even if you got Morpheus, fighting. like just one of them there, yeah. like someone who you, yeah, you yeah. cared about, it'd make a big difference, I think. Yeah, mm. yeah. There are eight. There are eight hundred. 804 visual effects shots, almost all of them containing some kind of live-action element in this film. Mm. Yeah, um, the big doors were real. Yeah. Yeah, the, I think there was one of those mechs is real, and then they did everything around it. Um, Why aren't the ships, like, fighting? Yeah. That's a good point. Because they've got loads of guns on them. Yeah. It'd be good if they were, like, flying around in the dock as well, just shooting the shit out of stuff. Why don't they have... Yeah. Why do they need the EMP off the ship? Why do they not have EMPs in the base? You think they'd have one? Wouldn't... Well, didn't they say like all the ships have come back to base in the last film? Like there'd be yeah. a few EMPs yeah, hanging home. around, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, that's stupid. Yeah, and um, also I think they got too into the idea of making those octopus things swarm because mm. when they come through, it's such an overwhelming number that it doesn't really make sense that there's any resistance at all, does it? No. Like, it should just be overwhelmed and done in seconds. And then they just swim round. They don't actually... Don't attack, do they? No. Attack. No. Yeah. No. But, it, I mean, I agree. It is probably the best bit, one of the best bits of the film. It, it, at least you remember this. At least it's a bit different. I'd say it's the most competently made bit of the film. Like, it, yeah. it, it felt like a... If that was, if this bit was in a better film, it'd be really good, wouldn't it, I think? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It had that sort of end of a Star Wars film about it, didn't it? Mm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Yeah. Mifun dies, and that kid, the kid, he literally just called the kid, he doesn't have a name. Uh, mm. He gets in the mech, and he Poor kid. opens the door, or whatever <laughs> it is, and then the, the 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 hammer gets through and fires an EMP, so they've kind of won, and everyone's like, yay! And then that captain's like, oh, you didn't save the dock, you just fucked us, because you've just fired an EMP, so we can't use anything now, so it's all your fault. The thing uh, is, right, If the, another thing, sorry, just to go back to that EMP, you'd think that if it was that, like, effective, you'd just have one, like, stationary built into the yeah. dock, wouldn't you? Yeah. Just just in case. Yeah. Or, Definitely. like, in the perimeter, like, in the ground, around the base. Yeah. Mm. Like, so if something was drilling towards the base, they it fired it off. Them, yeah. you could fire it. Yeah. 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 No, it, they're not very... <sighs> Good. No, not very good. And also it's stupid because they've set up, stupidly, the film has set up that there's a council, there's like a military, there are commanders, there are captains, yeah. there are ships. It's not like they're just a bunch of humans huddled together with like a fire and a, and a you know, yeah. one spaceship. Yeah, like, like say it was like, like five ships, like huddled yeah. down into something and they're like, oh, we've heard there's an EMP the other side of this old city or whatever. Yeah. That makes sense, wouldn't it? Yeah, you're right. No, it's they're not. Advanced. Yeah. yeah, they're an advanced, organised society. So why don't they have military tactics or traps like like chris said it's a pretty basic trap when a mm. when a robot gets x away it just goes off and that yeah it's stupid it's yeah. stupid um anyway part six i've written at last something new uh because um uh neo and trinity get to uh the uh, machine city which is mm. called uh they don't name it here but it's called in the animate in the animatrix it's called zero one uh, mm. And it's located in the empty quarter of the, in Saudi Arabia, which, uh, if Zion is the last human settlement, uh, well, for some reason it says, it would imply that the main action of the film franchise takes place in the Middle East, for some strange reason. Well, it's um, not strange, is it? Because it's, it's, it's a quite where there's space. obvious Christ allegory, isn't it? 
Ah, okay. That's not strange then. You're right. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they get to the Machine City. Uh, and, I mean, at least this looks different. At least we're seeing kind of a different world, did you think? What did you think of the Machine City? Yeah, I liked the um, sort of coral reefy vibes. Mm. Yeah. And that colours. made sense, I think, you know, in its design, I thought it was cool. Yeah, yeah again, design-wise, really good. The The fact that the machines are controlled by, uh, like, a scary voice and that he's called... <laughs> he's literally called Deus Ex Machina is yeah. absolutely no, absurd. Yeah, I mean, the whole the scene is ridiculous. So basically, isn't it, that Neo... Neo goes to the machines and says, look, you need to let me stop Agent Smith uh, because you don't want him to do what he's doing. Uh, and if you do, let's have peace. And for some reason, the machine goes, yeah. I mean, mm. I mean, it's awful, isn't it? It's absolutely I do quite awful. like the fact, though, that, like, that you could believe that this whole like um, computer society was like based on... like." crap script writing <laughs> and the the reason he called himself Deus Ex Machina was because he was the guy was like yeah I'm the I'm the unseen hand of God I'm like the twist yeah um, so he, maybe that, that's a nice idea I didn't realise yeah. it was called that I don't think it mentions it in the film but um, it's if it's, you look it's, yeah it's, it's definitely yeah. on IMDB and they were very into it that, that seems like it's a bit like a vid- bit of video game canon which has gone over into no no it's definitely canon, canon in the film yeah yeah Right, back in the Matrix, who really cares? Uh, so now we got the bit that we were all waiting for, but no one was really waiting for. Neo versus Smith again. Um, and yeah, as you pointed out earlier, they have a big fight in the have rain. Missed, have you just missed Trinity's death? Uh, have I? She oh. gets a... She gets oh, a pulse, yeah, sorry, I've completely jumped. She dies in the crash. I mean, um, I can understand why. It's, she gets yeah. impaled, yeah. It's a pretty, like... <laughs> uninspired and boring death isn't it but, yeah. it's very boring death yeah sorry uh, so yeah so, so Trinity dies uh, anyway Neo goes back to the Matrix he fights Smith there's lots of rain and it, it's just rubbish I'm sorry but it, it just a, um, looks rubbish doesn't it lots of yeah. choir work yeah there's a, there's a wonderfully bad CGI um, shot when do you remember the, like, the rubber Matrix is out the, uh, sorry Mr Smith's out of number two. Oh yeah when they fly up into the air and a CGI Smith comes right towards the camera and like goes back for a punch, and it just looks so terrible. <laughs> and it's weird because most of that stuff in the air is, as Chris says, wire work, and like you can see it's yeah. Keanu Reeves doing it. So it's odd that they have this awful CGI punch going on. It's yeah. Bad. yeah. Keanu Reeves reportedly earned $15 million for this film, which is the equivalent of $400,000 for every minute of screen time. He ended up just giving the money away to the crew, didn't he? Good for him, because... I mean, he didn't. He, had, he, had, he made like all the crew like millionaires Good. by the end of it. Good for because him. Because he was what a like, guy. oh, he's got more money than he could spend in like 100 lifetimes. So, yeah. Good. Good old Keanu. I've heard he's a nice bloke. He's um, like the only only nice bloke, isn't he? <laughs> like, there seems like no <laughs> in Hollywood. Like most, most nice people, it turns out, aren't nice. But him and uh, George Michael, it seems like they actually are oh, okay. genuinely nice people. Yeah. Um,. It just goes on and on and on. There's lots of explosions. I mean, I think they thought it looked good, but... Well, the problem is they've already, like, blown the load on the second film. We've already seen this, haven't we? Yeah. And it doesn't yeah. matter that it's, like, raining now and they're flying around a bit more. It's still the same, like, rubbery people just bouncing off each other. It's like, mm. it's got the problem that Marvel films have got in that there's no <clears throat> sense of consequence or threat because they just no. keep... It's, it's Actually, it's like Man of Steel. 
the mm. fight at the end of that where they just like yeah. level a city but nothing's happening you know so yeah. it'd be good if like they started like losing limbs or broken limbs and still fight mm. fighting yeah definitely yeah or just something i mean i think it's silly because they never really explain what like we said they never really explain what smith was it just felt like they wanted to bring him back and they didn't really know how to i think it's really a shit tactic really considering that they just fight they should just literally if they all just walked up to Neo and just climbed on top of him. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They do kind of explain what Mr. Smith is, though, because he, like, you know, she says he is Neo. Mm. Mr. Smith, sorry, Agent Smith is the other thing they can't, that yeah. the machines haven't predicted. Like, he's, yeah. like, there's no part of the machine's plan was that this guy would start taking over. Um, it's just so it's like, yeah. It is boring, but, like, you mm. see, I, I don't know. I, this, the, the central idea that they're two sides of the same coin of, how do you disrupt a system? You either bring it down by, you know, choice or by mm. um, like a dictatorship. You know, yeah. It, it's not played out of that, and it's crap. But like that's that central idea is good and could be good, and might might be good in a future Matrix film. You don't know if they do it again, prop better, but mm. I doubt it. Yeah. Well, everything explodes. Well, Smith thinks he's one, doesn't he? And then he explodes yeah. in light. And that's rubbish. It's, it's a rubbish. terrible effect, isn't it? It's a rubbish effect, and the machines all fly off from Zion because there's peace now, uh, and uh, giant crab spider machines carries Neo's body away, which mm-hmm. I've written here, uh, and then everything. There's a glitch in the Matrix, like a deja vu with the black cat. Everything resets, and we see the Oracle and the Architect sitting on a bench having a nice chat, um, and really, it doesn't make any sense because. <laughs> Oh, sorry. Well, the Oracle says, what about the others? Implying all the humans enslaved by the robots to feed them through their energy, I'm assuming. And the architect says, obviously, they'll be freed. No, 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 no. no. What it is, is that it's that if they... The the difference is that Zion's not gone this time. And the deal they've made is that if if a body in the machine doesn't want to be in the Matrix, that the computer will let them leave. Right, yeah. That's what she's referring to. And isn't that actually what the kind of point of the Matrix Online game was? A little yeah. bit. Yeah, yeah, okay. Which was was so. the official sequel, wasn't it, weirdly? Well, yes. The Wachowskis <laughs> said that they gave their blessing to the notion of gamers inheriting the storyline yeah. and allowing it to go anywhere at once. Uh, unfortunately, it was shut down in 2009. <laughs> and at the time, it had fewer than 500 active players. So, you know, that's a bit sad. Um, yeah, but I mean, it's a lame ending and it doesn't really make any sense. Um, and I've got written here, the film dropped 66% in total earnings in its second week of release. Um, which I think that's kind of all you need to know, really. People, How much did it make? Was it still, it's still a big success? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, it probably was. That yeah. should be the like the the actual measure of a film these days like yeah, yeah. second week second week like yeah. we want to see what like second generation of yeah. like of you know yeah because first week everyone's are. excited and everything but yeah well also the... they've got them in and it's too late then they've yeah, got the exactly. money and there's no word of mouth at that point there's yeah. no yeah it should be ratio of how it drops from the first week to the second week well that's huge 66 is huge yeah. isn't it so yeah um so it's a, a personally, I think, it is a terrible, lame ending to when we think how much we loved the Matrix when we rewatched it. These two films, you can see why now 
all of us had said we hadn't watched The Matrix for so long because yeah. these two films taint the memory of what a great film The Matrix is. Mm. And that's a real shame, isn't it? Mm. Um, what, are your, anyone's, what, are, what are your general thoughts on this uh, Matrix Revolutions, Chris? Uh, I remember when I went to see it at the cinema and I just mm. like came out and I was like, I've seen a lot there, but I feel empty. I think that's a perfect summary. Yeah. Sam? Um, weirdly, I can't remember seeing the cinema at all. I completely can't work out. You know, normally I can remember that kind of stuff. It was the first year of uni, I remember. Yeah, it was kind of telling that I can't remember <laughs> watching it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought it was absolutely dreadful in a way that the second one wasn't. The second one was dreadful, mm. but this was this felt like a, like a capitulation of even trying to make it good. Like, yeah. I didn't I didn't like the second one, but I could see the what what they're going for in a way more than this one, which just felt like a oh shit, the second one didn't you know was a bit of a mess. Let's mm. scramble to make something a bit more fun, and mm. yeah, it just falls over and. Um, at least in the second one, there was a potential that they could have ended it well, whereas this is the end, and it's bad. Yeah. So also, you kind of I... had a hope in the second one that something interesting might happen. <laughs> yeah, which I think is that's what the review scores are about, definitely, is that people thinking, oh, well, maybe, maybe these things will pay off in a good way. Yeah. yeah maybe we'll understand what the architect was saying. There's one thing, though, that didn't get resolved, is I don't think, and I just wondered if either of you two understood what was going on with this. You know, in the real world, the way that... Um, like Mr. Smith is in the sorry Agent Smith, keep calling Mr. Smith. Agent Smith's in the real world. <laughs> like, how does that happen? For one, and how you know at the end of the second one, McCarney Reeves shuts down things in the real world. Yeah. How has he got those powers in the real world? No, I don't know. They never explain it, do they? I mean, I guess both things are comparable. That Agent Smith can do that, and that Neo can. Well, because he can see the Matrix. He can. We. He can see without while he's blind. Can it? Yeah, but he's not in the well. Matrix, is he? No, exactly. No, but they both got real world powers, I guess. I, d- I don't know. But that's what I No. Does Bane thought... appear out of thin air? Or was it a human? No, he's a character. With, and then yeah. He, get... he gets no. taken over in the Was it a one. human and he gets taken over? Yes. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. appear out yeah. of thin air? Yeah. No, he gets right. just taken over and reloaded. Right. Okay. So that can be kind of covered in the sense of like, if he the was hooked up to it. the Matrix at some point, yeah. it could have taken over his nor- neurology, mm. you know. Yeah. Right? Yeah. The whole the shit with Neo, Neo having these sort of these kinetic yeah. powers is not just, I can't really figure out a way of Well the only way you explain it is that they're within another matrix. That's the only way you can explain it. Is that yes. matrix uh, in the matrix. And, that, that would have been and that's what the ending I thought might happen. Oh, but, or is yeah. it is it that when he goes you know when he in the first one when he goes he kind of cop, like goes into Smith, doesn't he? Hmm. And doesn't hmm. he doesn't he change Smith into him? But but regardless but, though his his power shouldn't work in the yeah, real world. No no they shouldn't work. He's in not in the matrix. World. It would no. have been clever like if they accepted that he had powers in the real world and then it turned out to be another matrix. Yeah, mm. they still or, hadn't been clever enough to even figure that out. Matrix well, I thought, matrix. I thought it'd be good if they if it was that. But rather than the film telling it, the characters work it out and then then look yeah. like it ends up having a massive like crisis of like yeah, yeah, yeah. oh yeah. shit we're not actually out kind of thing you yeah, know yeah, yeah. Yeah. again like um, world on a wire then yeah mm. yeah. yeah. That'd have been a better ending. If yeah. the sixth matrix wasn't a sixth reset, it was the sixth version down. They kept going. Uh, they kept drilling further down yeah, to find yeah. the version that worked, kind of thing. You know. Again, that would make more sense because yeah. that would be the way of controlling it, wouldn't it? Yeah, that would make more. <clears> sense. Yeah. Um, well, anyway, it was terrible. It's probably the worst one. 
where are we going to put it on the list? So where is uh, where's the where's uh, reloading reloaded? is one hundred and fifteen. I mean, it's lower than that, isn't it? I was, did Chris, you agree it was worse than reloaded? Yeah. I think it's marginally better than Reloaded. Ah, because what? Yeah, I thought you thought I, I would watch it more. I, I think the action's better, because I fucking hate that car sequence, that that oh, motorway yeah. fight. And I like all the real-world battle. Mm. And I do like the seeing the machine world, the machine city. Oh, so I, I, I think there's better, like, stuff. You know, just like world building and oh, I think it's design. worse. It's just so disappointing. The the ending is so disappointing. <clears throat> and the babble, the psycho babble, I don't think is any worse or better than the second one. No, that's it's about the same. The psycho babble is. I think the, the the actual script is worse in the third one. Like the way they talk to each other and stuff feels even more less like real people. Mm. Mm. And I think they've sidelined the wrong characters. Like the fact you barely see Morpheus, yeah. and really you, you don't really see much of Neo either. And there's too much focus on those. No characters in, on the mm. the dock, and there is um, a little child as uh, Sam's worst thing in a, a sci-fi film. Yeah, an annoying child, like, awful. Like I made this guy for Neo. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if it, it's got to be around the same area, like well, if Chris saying it's better, then yeah, it does need to be. Yeah, because I, I agree it's worse. Yeah, um, I, I one under. I'd watch it before the second one again. See, I wouldn't. Oh, no, I don't think I would. I, I, I want to see, I wanna see some mechs. <laughs> um, I want to see some mech fighting. Um, well, this is hard, tough. then. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's not as bad as Superman 4, so I could put it above that. It's too long. It's way um, too long as well, yeah. But so, so is the second one. Yeah. I mean, should it just be round the second one? Like, literally one above it or one under it? Like, is that it's, the fairest? It's got to go below. I'll accept one below. I mean, if we're both saying below and you're saying above, then one below is probably right, isn't it? Because I yeah. think it should yeah. probably be about 15 below. Yeah, I think <laughs> I think it's way worse than some of the stuff I'm looking at there. But let's just do one below and then we're kind of, we've all got a happy medium. Yeah, okay. Uh, so what number's that then? That is number 116. 116 for the... Uh... And the, uh, the talk is the third one is really going ahead, isn't it? And, yeah. Uh, David Mitchell... Who is an author who I quite like? He's writing it apparently. Um, oh, okay. Known for cinema for Cloud Atlas, which was not a good film, but mm. uh, you know the, the Wachowskis made. Have you seen? Have you seen that? No, I, I mean to, I've always meant to see it though. It's interesting. It's terrible. The book's good, but the film's not great. Um, no. But um, yeah, no. He's he's got an interesting. His books deal with these sort of themes in a very interesting way. Okay. So. So it could be okay, is what you're saying. Yeah, mildly. And, and only one of the Wachowskis is involved, aren't they, as well? Yeah. I don't know which yeah. one, because they've changed yeah. names, haven't they? But, um, yeah. Yeah. No, I'm cautiously optimistic, maybe. Hmm. Well, we'll see. When it comes out, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll tell you. We'll give you some news if we have some news. Hmm. Um, in the meantime, you can email us if you uh, agree or disagree with what we've said at sciencefictionratingsystem at gmail.com. Uh, the website is sciencefictionratingsystem.com and we're at sci-fi rating on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter. Um, and that's about it. Any any correspondence? Any news? Uh, what's, what's next week? That's the oh, next well, what is next week? Next week uh, is your birthday pick, isn't it? It is. Next week we're going to watch the first of the birthday films, which is my pick, which was 1984's David Lynch's 
Dune. 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 Which will be interesting if nothing else. So yes. Uh, well, that's about it, I guess. We'll all say goodbye. It's goodbye from Chris. See ya. And goodbye from Sam. Bye bye. And goodbye from me. Bye bye.